0: Oh, welcome back to Don't You Know Sports. Um, I am joined by my co-host, Mike and Mike, at night. Um, I'm Jacob, and we were talking a little before the podcast. We gotta be straight up with everybody. Sports suck right now. They suck right now. We haven't been getting on the podcast grind. Adult life has been has been coming at all of us strong. We got a couple guys meandering around Europe. You know, the last couple of weeks we got wedding season that's been going on, and the boys haven't been on the podcast grind. And I mean, you can say it how it is, but the reason for it is sports kind of suck right now. And and also no Zach Wilson news. Yeah, yeah, see it.
1: yeah. That's what's really killing us. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> he. I haven't heard any mom's friends news, anything along those lines recently, which is you know. That's what we're that's you wake up every morning, it's you disappointing. check. Your phone, you wake up every morning, you check your phone, and Zach Wilson doesn't pop up and you're like, no, oh, another day, another dollar. Let's get after it. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. It's gonna be a bad day. Crushing. Crushing. You know, we're used to it. Overall, As
2: Midwestern right uh, sports fans, we're used to the bad
0: news. Right. Or no news. That's very true. Overall, once the NBA finals we knew it was coming. Once the NBA finals and the NHL and the Stanley Cup are done. I mean, it's just baseball in the summer, and then golf. You have majors, and tennis majors, and like other random sports that people don't really care about. And then you just like, you just sit and you wait for football, 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 and, for football and, for football. and that's it. And so, and my today, God, do we have the itch?
1: And today, do we have oh, the it's itch. Been too long for right. football, man. And so, uh, I'm,
0: I'm ready. And so, for the people, we're gonna start our divisional breakdowns throughout end of July and August. We'll get to each division so we can talk about all the teams. I believe we'll save the NFC North for last because that is where we will have the most – we'll probably make an entire show out of the NFC North because we have fans. We we could honestly probably break that up into two shows, actually. We could do a Lions Lions show, a Packers show, a Vikings show, and then we can do a Bears show. It will be about two minutes about how the Bears are going to suck this year. Yeah. They're going to have I, – I guarantee it. They're going to have the worst or second-worst roster in football. So we don't need that. We don't need that in our lives at all. So we're, we're going to do that. We'll do a little uh, – we're going to do a little AFC West divisional breakdown tonight, one of the spiciest divisions in football. Um, but I think first we have to talk about the, I don't know, soon-to-be, what, $500 million man? Yeah. Juan Soto Juan Soto turned on. Juan
1: down Soto, man.
0: 440 – million dollars (laughs) what 440 was it 15 year deal or something like that 15 440 unbelievable unbelievable so juan soto turns down 15 years 440 million dollars and then about two days later proceeds to go and win the home run derby over Julio Rodriguez, who had a huge coming out party, hit a ton of nukes. Twenty one year old Phenom from the Mariners. I don't know about you guys. I don't watch the MLB All Star Festivities a ton anymore, especially now that it doesn't matter for home field. That was the one all star game that was cool because it mattered. They actually make it made it matter, yeah. The All Star game to me now is like it's like the Pro Bowl. Why why do I care about the MLB All Star game? The home run derby is more exciting.
1: Every All-Star game is like that, though, for me. And I think you got to hit it that. Like, okay, they're just playing a game and they're really good. But and like, trying to not get hurt. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> There's nothing on the line in an All-Star game or the Pro Bowl. Like, nothing. If they got rid of the game entirely, I would not shed a tear.
0: The best There's one? nothing. The best one now is the NHL one because they play for the money and then, then they, they play for they do that tournament with the divisions and then they, right. the winner gets money and it goes to charities and all this stuff. They put so something on the
1: line. Trying they put something someone. on the line.
2: Well, they're, here's my other gripe with the all-star break is that I feel like, in my opinion, to choose an all star, it should be how they did all season. And then you have the all-stars, not just some guys who perform well for half a season for three months.
1: Yeah. That's my
0: that's my take. Like
1: the voting aspect of it being Heavily weighted, more so than others. I'm
0: trying to it's, think. Is, is, is NHL, NHL, and NBA? Is that like halfway, or is it more three quarters way through their seasons? Because NFL is obviously at the end, but NFL is mm-hmm. different because you're you don't you do not you do play a certain number of games. You there's no way you can't do an all star. Well, NBA, NBA and NHL eight. aren't they in February? That sounds right. Put you at to so like there's what a month what, and a two half
1: Two thirds.
0: Left? Yeah. So yeah, is closer. This is more halfway for the MLB, and it's just like. I know you put it in the middle because it's, you know, the midsummer classic and you got to do something in summertime because like I said, sports suck right now.
1: (laughs) It's why they (laughs) play in second weekend of
0: July. Baseball is so long and it's so hot in the summer.
2: You need a long break, but it's just kind of like, it just feels weird that they're choosing the all-stars halfway through the season. So you'll get guys like Paul Blackburn who started out really well, but he's kind of a nobody and now he's horrible. And, like, he's had, like, one good start in his last 10 starts going into the All-Star break. And it just it just doesn't make sense. He's just He was just a fluke of, of a couple months, and he got an All-Star over a bunch of guys that got,
0: you know. Oh, yeah. That got bounced from it. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Because if you have one, one really good month or one really bad month that either makes you an All-Star or disqualifies you from being an All-Star, and guys make it that probably don't deserve it and guys miss it that definitely deserve it, because MLB is also weird, where someone from every team's got to make it. Mm-hmm. NHL does that too, but it's not as prominent and in your face. Like the Yankees probably should have had what, like twelve All Stars? <laughs> Their whole team, man. It's stupid. It's crazy. But we got to get back to Juan Soto. We didn't talk about Juan Soto. Yeah, I would. Yeah, keep going. Four hundred forty million dollars to be a National for life, and he says, "No, thank you. I." Either one hate the Washington Nationals, which they don't blame them; they're the worst team in baseball. Or two, or maybe both. He thinks he can get five hundred million dollars from one of the big market teams. It's probably both. But it still it blows my mind that someone would turn down four hundred forty million dollars. You still have to say it slowly to think about how much money was turned down. Four
1: hundred forty million. <laughs> yeah, it's kind it with of with me.
0: Really- wait, wait. Say it with me, 440 dollars. Good job. Good job. What? <laughs> what in the world? I mean, and the Nationals are now hopeless. When's the next time they'll be good? Oh, now that Juan Soto wants to move
1: on, uh, they got a ways to go. He wants to move Juan. Move Juan. All right. Um, <laughs> Mike, I don't know what your take is. Jacob, I get your mind
0: is blown. Mm-hmm. I side with. Oh, I, I don't think you should have accepted that contract. Well, I don't know if you should have accepted. It just it just is still to me as an average working person. Oh, that side like, of things, turn, yes. turning like, down, turning
1: down four hundred. <laughs> That's yeah, where I, I'm at. <laughs> but we got to look at this is a once in a generation player, and yes, four hundred forty million is a lot. That. Over 15 years amounts to be $29 million annually. Math guy. 15 years ago. It's the math as to why I'm arguing Juan Soto is making the smart call here, if it's all about the money. I'm looking through annual player salaries in 2007, which was 15 years ago. I'm seeing Baltimore Orioles' highest AAV, annual average value, Miguel Tejada, 13 million annually stud Manny Ramirez 17 million annually stud for the White Sox Jim Tomey, 15 million annually he hit nukes Detroit Tigers Maglio Ordonez 13 million annually
0: he sent the Tigers to the World Series
1: yes he did think about what has changed in 15 years what was the highest I said there 17 17 Manny being Manny. Manny being Manny. We're talking in the course of 15 years Juan Soto would be making 12 million more annually and that still would not put him in the realm of a Mike Trout who's making 35 million annually. Max Scherzer is making Max a- Scherzer who's making 33 34 so, 35 million
0: annually. Here's your question. Here's your question then. You're a Superstar MLB player, is it lucrative to sign the really, really long-term deal and lock yourself in for that much? And then you're you're good from injuries, you're good from a decline, any of that stuff, or do you bet on yourself? You sign a eight-year deal, maybe, and for one of the highest AAVs of all time. Then after that, you get another superstar awesome contract. deal. Or or you get injured or you fall off and then you don't get the contract. You
1: always run that risk, right? That's you always run that risk. But if I'm a guy like Juan Soto, where I'm 23, and you look and you go, I am this generation's version of Albert Cabrera. Pujols and Miguel Cabrera. Right. I bet on myself. Yeah. Yes, $440 million is a lot to leave on the table. But I we're talking, just look at the gap 15 years ago in 07. Like, What people are going to get AAV wise five years from now, 10 years from now, when Soto, let's say Soto signs that seven, eight year deal. It
0: didn't Tatis. He just signed the massive deal. He signed
1: a massive deal. Wander Franco. Wander Franco did it too. And I, you know, they felt they wanted the security, and kudos to them. I would have bet on myself. If I'm more Soto, it's
0: because you're a star. Yeah, I'm a beast. I know what I'm worth, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Michael, five six, <laughs> five six, you know, second baseman in high school, he, he's betting on himself. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm worth. You want to lock me into some 20-year
1: deal? Forget that. Forget that. Here, here's a rebuttal. I'm I gonna have a rebuttal take, for you, Michael. I'll take two
0: years, $100 million,
1: Right. And, and then after Nukes. I just <laughs> crush it. You're going to be paying way, me way more than that, and I'll be like, yeah, I made the right call.
0: You hit a walk-off homer in the World Series. You win the home run derby, and then all of a sudden, bam, they're offering you you know, 12 two, years. Two billion, billion yeah, yeah, billion, two billion dollars. billion dollars. Here, billion. Here's a rebuttal for you, though. So okay. we
2: have seen very recently how far the mighty have fallen. So... Uh, Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger. It wasn't very long ago, 2017 and 2018, when these two dudes were 2018, 2019, they were duking it out for MVP. Yelich had his MVP season. He was going on to have his second MVP season three weeks late into the season. He has that fluke foul ball hit his meniscus. And then the following season, he has a back injury. And now he's sitting at eight home runs on the year. Um, I mean, this is a dude who hit who hit like forty home runs in his MVP season.
0: Right,
2: Cody Bellinger is also like we thought that these two dudes were going to be the face of baseball.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely.
2: and they both have just back injuries. You had a back injury in baseball, you might have to call it done. Like, I mean, like you know, peak wise, Uh sure. you, you might You're be never it gonna get.
0: Old. You might never get back to where you were.
2: So, Yelich, you know, he obviously sealed the bag before he got hurt. But, I mean, if Juan Soto gets a back injury or some fluke, you know, it could be a lot of money out of his pocket. But no matter what, he's going to be making a ton.
1: Right. And, And that piece of the puzzle, there's nothing I can say to refute that, right, Mike? Like, yes, he could suffer some injury, derails his career. The one thing he's got going for him compared to a guy like Yelich, how old was Yelich when Yelich got the, the deal from the Brewers? He's
2: 26 or 27. Yeah, the he's company. probably 27-ish is We're my guess. We're talking
1: about a guy who's 23, and the Brewers mm-hmm. weren't locking him into 15 years. True. Juan Soto's literally signing for his the rest of his career to be in Washington at $29 million a year. So like, I get where you're like, that's a lot annually to leave on the table, especially if he does get hurt. And if he were to, yeah, we're going to look back, me included, and go, oh, man, what if he would have taken it? He should have taken it.
0: Breaking news. Breaking news. Just got a text message. Mike, you won't care about this at all. Michael, you will. The Detroit Pistons are bringing back the teal uniforms for Next season, I am so pumped. Let's go. I am so pumped. Let's go. When was the last time they had them? 20 years. But 20 years. Really? They, when the they sucked, out. and then they got Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton and the boys, and then they won a championship. They did not wear the teal uniforms at that Bring time. Bring back the teal. The teal uniforms are coming back. Oh, my goodness. I need a Jaden Oh, Ivy. yeah. Th- dude, uniform. those are fire. They are so Bring sick. Bring back the Pistons teal. Ah. Oh.
1: Bring
0: back the business deal. Yes. So Eric Schmidt is uh, a fellow contributor to dungeon Know sports. He sent it in. He said, I hate it. So Eric, you're the worst. Okay. Oh, well, yes. you, yeah. First. He's also an Ohio state fan. His yeah, opinion. That tells you. you all you need to know. Thank you. Tells you all you need to know. All right. Sorry. We can get back to baseball. I uh, think I
2: think we might need a, one of those Jersey swaps for Cade. Oh, stop. Should I hop on it?
0: Give me a Jersey swap. Cade and the teal. <laughs> all right.
2: Give it to Hold me. It up.
0: I'll do it Give tomorrow it. on my lunch. Okay. I need it, man. I Let's go. It. Um, just to, uh, we gotta wrap up our. We're. We, 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 I mean, I could go on Juan baseball. Soto, too much and,
1: and like that for a long while. Guys,
0: we don't even watch baseball, and we've been talking Juan Soto for like fifteen minutes. Well, Base- you know, sports man.
1: suck right now. I'll talk numbers forever. Though. That's, That's my. Hey, problem. I'm
2: gonna be honest. Like, I can't blame the guy. Five. I would do the exact same thing. Are you kidding
0: last- me? Oh. Sure. My last point on it is, I remember Mike talking to you when the Brewers signed Yelich, and it was like, "Holy crap, they got him for like kind of good deal." Like, coming off MVP, and it was—I don't remember the exact numbers of the contract, but it was like, "Dang, if if he produces at at that level of that contract, he's going to be an absolute like it's a steal." Yeah, that's a steal. And now, as of right now, it is not good because. He is not playing nearly at the level um, that he was signed to be. You know, yeah, seven years, seven years, one eighty-eight. You know, that's that yeah. is not and an outlandish. Like his... That's not an outlandish contract, but for a, a a guy coming off an MVP, it was like, dude, he could have hit the open market and made definitely he made would more have money, made
1: more on the open market. With that being said, where I come to Soto's defense, we're talking about a guy who's 23 oh, sure. years sure. old. I'm not – This is – And I agree with that. You know, you know what I mean? So I I don't want to – this is different from most cases because this guy could hit the market at 24 because he was brought up when he was, like, 19. He could hit the right. market at 24 or 25 in right. command. Like, it would not – Surprise me! If three years down the line we're looking at players getting an average annual value of forty million dollars, no. he goes on to it's the market not, and gets ten years, four hundred million.
0: It's not out of the question that Juan Soto, in his contract, asks for the moon and he gets it. I think some team's going to give it to him. He he literally could I, own the moon. I could literally see the the
2: the Yankees like spray painting his face on the moon. Yeah, and then and then you you look outside. And you don't say you don't call it the moon anymore. You call it the wand. Yeah, you call it the wand. The wand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it a, is it a, is it a half wand out there? Quarter yes. wand. <laughs>
1: a,
0: half, a half wand. The it's
2: a full wand.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there's a full wand tonight. Blue
1: wand.
0: He's gonna get naming rights. Yeah, absolutely. It's it. It's not a question. That you're to count. Not to counter Michael, but the the. Other side of the coin is the the other two players we saw: Wander Franco, Fernando Tatis, chose to sign they the big chose deals, to do it, yeah, and they wanted to stay with the teams that they're at, and they're going to be there for the next decade and make a ton of money. But if they would have maybe played their contract out and said, "I'm going to bet on myself," they would have made more a, money, a somewhere more. else, a yes. ton more. However, it's a lot easier to say yes to
2: the like the Padres who have a loaded lineup as opposed sure. to. Not when he
0: made that deal, though. The Padres are have kind of always been in turmoil. Those like Manny Machado then went over there too, and it's like now they're good. But the Padres were a laughingstock for the last twenty years. For a while, but then you could tell that they were really changing course, though. Yeah, weren't they the idiots that traded for James Shields and then he was terrible. They did the
1: James Shields deal. So, other and way around, wasn't it? The Eric Hosmer deal. From the moment he was it was, it was the other way around. The
2: that the was. the Padres got rid of James Shields to get Tatis. I don't think yeah, so. no,
1: Mike's right on that. Tatis oh, they was, got Tatis? Tatis.
2: Yeah, they they Fernando no, it was the White was a, Sox who were down. Chicago White Sox,
1: White Sox farmhand. And they traded him for Shields because the White Sox are somehow a worse run organization
0: I, than the Padres. I love how bad the White Sox are. That makes me so it's happy. Gorgeous. I love it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous how
1: bad the White Sox I are. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, love it. I was uh two months ago was a sucker enough to think they'd be a World Series contender. See,
0: that's what you never know, though. That's what it, that's. We could talk baseball circles all blah 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 the whole time. Who would have known? Fernando Tatis ends up being, you know, a top five MLB player. The Tigers traded their entire team, their whole team, everyone. Do you know how many contributors they have? Zero from all those trades. None. Cool. Well, speaking I, of oh, boys, I really want to get out. No, that right no, now. no, no. Speaking no. of, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Speaking of,
2: uh, we are bringing back the uh, Detroit Tigers suck for one minute segment. We okay, have I both Michael. We have okay, both okay. Michael and Jacob. Okay. Who wants to go first?
0: I'm going first. Jacob's got it.
2: All right. You get one minute, Okay. and your time begins now.
0: Okay. So, the Tigers had, like, a bazillion All-Stars in their time. They're five, essentially, Cy Young winners. They traded anyone and everyone. They're like, we got to cut salary, we can't pay for blah, 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 because the owners are cheap, and we can't sell enough Little Caesars pizzas to pay for all these guys. So, they trade freaking everybody, and... We get all these hauls back. It's like, oh, maybe this guy can contribute. Maybe, blah, 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 blah. maybe half of them have even played on the Tigers. Uh, probably another fourth. Maybe most of them probably injured, like looked like really good prospects. And then a couple of them have been up for a little while. The best one's probably Jamer Candelario, who is one of the worst uh, hitters in baseball. He probably shouldn't be on a big league roster. But the Tigers are so bad. They hit zero home runs ever. I think I saw a stat. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Judge and I remember the other player have more home runs than the tires combined by like 20. They never hit any home runs. It's absolutely And terrible. you're done. <laughs> I love it.
2: All right, Michael, are you ready for your tangent?
1: All right. I think I'm ready. Go. All right.
2: Three, two,
1: one, go. All right. So. Any Tigers fan knows that they were sold on a team that was spending money to win. Now, and um, it's some um, the season summed up by the fact that for a literal month and a half, the entire organization had no idea where their twenty million dollar a year pitcher was and <laughs> what he was doing. The entire media, look up the Eduardo Rodriguez story. Yes, I I will spend my whole minute talking about this look it up people Eduardo rodriguez in may said i have family issues i need to leave and go take care of those it is late july and they just heard from him in the past week the past week who knows he may have family issues he might be in cahoots with the cartel no one knows but this is what the tigers do they sign these guys and this is why they suck. They have cartel people on their roster.
0: <laughs> I hate the Tigers. Fire yeah,
1: I really think that this is, this is
2: a healthy segment for both it of is. you guys. Because you it really is. get to throw your emotions out there.
0: A million percent.
2: You really get to vent. Michael's standing up right now. You, we got him so fired up, he had to leave for a second.
1: <laughs> Fire Alavila. <laughs> Tigers GM, he needed to be gone in 2020, and he's still here, and it
0: makes me sad. All right,
2: uh, greatest segment in gears. podcast history. We
0: need to change gears, otherwise we'll yep. talk for another 20 minutes about the Tigers sucking when no one wants to hear about that. Okay, um, I have a spicy take. I get we we missed. You know, it's been almost two weeks since we potted. You know, we gotta we gotta be better. But also, sports suck right now. Um, I don't think Rory McIlroy is ever going to win a major. That's spicy. Oh. Oh. That's spicy. And uh, let me oh. I'll link, let me, back it up first, and you guys can refute it. Yes, talent. Hold one, on. I,
2: I just, before we get this, before you get, get going, I just want to remind you, top five. No, I know. I'm going to get into that. This year.
0: I got to get into that. I'm saying. I'm going to right, like tell top me, tell ten. Tell me why,
2: tell me why the dude who's basically peaking in his career right now is not going to okay. win.
0: I will. I will.
2: Okay. Right. Top Let's ten hear.
0: in all of the majors. He was, he was like eighth or ninth in one of them.
2: Okay, top my five. bad. wasn't top five.
0: Okay. okay whatever. Only top I, ten. Not that okay. good. He's fantastic. Okay? And I said this – I think I said this before the show. He used to not me, my boy. I was kind of an anti-Rory guy because I always root for the young U.S. guys coming up because I'm a big fan of the 4th of July in America. So I always root for guys with an American flag. Call me a homer, whatever you want, but I usually just root for the Americans. Okay, so that means, Mike, I'm That's on board right. with you. I'm anti John Rom, anti Sergio Garcia, you know, anti Rory. I was, I was anti all these, all the the guys that don't represent the red, white, and blue. Okay, and then this year I was kind of like, man, Rory's really cool. He said some sweet quotes out there. He's just a cool dude. So I bet on him a lot this summer, and I bet him top ten, I bet him top five, I bet him to win, and he made me a lot of money this summer. So you know, what? I'm a fan of that. But after he didn't pull out that open, and it was not his fault, he played fantastic golf. The Camerons both just balled. It was insane. The The golf was insane that weekend. But I think the odds are Rory wins another one, obviously. The odds are that he wins another one. He's a fantastic golfer. But I'm just going to go out on the spice take and say he doesn't win another one simply because of the fact that it is so, so hard You will never see anybody like Tiger Woods ever again in golf because of the level of play of of all of the golfers is so high and it is so hard to win a golf major. You have to be at your peak performance for all four days. You can't have one-off performance and win a golf major. Rory shot 18-under or 19-under, whatever it was, 18 or 19-under. He lost by two strokes because Cameron Smith – decided that any putt inside 20 feet was going to go in the hole. He shot eight under on Sunday at St. Andrews. It was nuts to watch it. And it's like Cameron Smith has never won a major before. He's, he's one of those guys, like good young player, never won a major before. And, and then just comes up out of nowhere and snatches the Claret jug from Rory's hands. And Cameron Young also decides to eagle 18 and pass Rory and get second. And... It was, it's just insane how hard it is to win a golf major nowadays. When Tiger was at his peak, late 90s, early 2000s, it was like Tiger versus the field, right? It was him Mm. versus everybody. Now there's every tournament 20 to 30 to 40 golfers that are like all playing good golf. That's like, oh, this guy could win. This guy could win. This guy could win. And it is, I, I just think it's so hard to win majors, and if Rory didn't get one this year where he was so close, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it'll happen again. He got so many top 10s. He's had so many top 10s, even since his last major in 2015. He's had, he's had double-digit top 10s. He just can't get over the hump, and it's not because he's bad, and it's not because he chokes. It's because other guys come out of nowhere and win it. I don't know. That's that's my take. That's my take. Go ahead, Mike. What do you got? Yeah. I mean,
2: the dude hasn't won it since twenty fourteen. So it has been a very long time. Right. And And he hasn't been playing bad. He's he's been playing. playing, Actually, he he stumbled for a while. A couple I think it was like twenty-one or twenty twenty. No, not twenty twenty. There was one year where he was like kind of like wasn't playing good. It might have been twenty-one last year. And 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 like I was kind of thinking, like, is he kind of like on it on the downfall? But he came back and he is playing some really really good golf, and he's been dominating kind of all season. So yeah, it does suck that he didn't win any of the majors this year. But like, you got to give credit to the other guys, like Cameron oh, yeah. Smith. He shot he fired five birdie five birdies on the back nine to, uh in yeah. the last round,
0: and that was the harder nine. The front nine was easy. It, it's incredible. And he starts the back nine with, with five birdies in a row. It was like, oh, Rory's got a two- or three-stroke lead. Oh, birdie, 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 birdie. All of a sudden, yeah. he's up by two. It was, yeah, and, it was nuts. And, it was, and Rory, like, he,
2: he was missing so many close putts. You know, it's just one of those days where, like, they just weren't going in. If he was making them, I, I mean, it, there were so many. There were, like, inches. He was burning everything. His
0: speed was great. His speed was great. It wasn't like he was missed Did you see how many putts he had on Sunday? I didn't, know. Thirty-six exactly. Two putts every
2: green. Every that is green. a ton. I mean, so if you think thing. about it, if if a if a if a, you know a professional should be getting about twenty-eight putts around at most, probably. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's
0: that's eight strokes pretty, right there. I pretty. He still played bogey-free golf. He didn't bogey anything Sunday. He thirty-six yeah. putts. So his driver, that's iron incredible. game, everything was fantastic. He just couldn't hit anything outside of, of ten feet. Nothing outside of ten feet. And it was, and like you said, it wasn't like he was putting bad. It was all, they were all good speed, burn the edge. I I don't think you could say it was a bad putting performance. He gave himself chances. He was putting for birdie the whole yeah. day. He just couldn't make anything. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, and you know it happens. You know, I've I've had days where like that, where like the you feel good on the greens, but they just aren't falling in. And you uh-huh. know, the next day could be the exact opposite.
0: Absolutely. You know, so that's but, what I'm saying. You know, and I- that's that's my that's why I'm giving the spicy Rory take of of not winning another major because every single major now this was the first year. I don't remember in how long they said it's been a very long time that ever all four majors this year were won by guys under 30. They're all in their twenties. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that all four majors were won by guys in their twenties. And, and I do not see that trend really ch- like really taking a big turn in future years. There are so many good young guys that hit the ball a mile And if you putt well, then you're going to win majors or you're going to be in contention. You're not going to win made. I shouldn't say multiple majors because there's so many guys that are amazing.
2: Here's the thing that you might not, that you might've overlooked is uh, if these live guys aren't able to play in the majors, that's going to weaken, uh, you know, the. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, it is. But I, I don't know the guys that are playing not a ton as of right now, at least Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, but he hasn't been Brooks Kepka in two or three years
2: mm-hmm.
0: since he's gotten hurt. I mean, Phil just for the name, Patrick Reed hasn't been good in that while. Those are the main. DJ still up there. DJ DJ was the one that was in contention at, at St Andrews. Uh, for the most part, those these other guys are still there. We'll. See, I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out. That's all speculation. We don't know. Yeah.
2: What's gonna it's happen? Just a, we'll see if there if more you know big guys do end up right. going to live. Oh yeah, but. For, for sure.
1: I mean, what, what are your purposes. what are your odds on if, if if we were dropping a sports bet here? What would be your odds on McElroy never winning a major the rest of his? Career? Oh, it's got to be plus.
0: I don't know what you uh, four hundred, five hundred, right? You that, I, Vegas? There's no there would bet on Roy to win one. He's only he's young and still. I, I would be with Vegas. He's thirty three. Look. I get it. He hasn't won a
1: major since 14. He sniffed it, right? He sniffed it. You're talking about all of these guys who have big rounds that propel them to the title. Why? I I get Rory hasn't really done it, but why can't he do it once? We're not talking about multiple majors here. We're talking about one the rest of his career.
2: Yeah. We're talking about one. My take is that if. If he doesn't do it next year, he won't do it. So he's kind of at that age where, right. like, you know, geek athleticism is kind of on the decline. But it's it's how he bounces back after this year. I mean, he just had four heartbreakers in a row, and now he has to sit for eight months or so with no majors Perfect. until the next Masters yeah. or whatever. It's hard, it's hard and it's, that's those. a hard thing to, to, to like like when you aren't playing for something really important, it's really hard to continue to play golf. Like when you're in like playing so well and then there's like no major and it's just like, Oh my God, this sucks. I just want a major. Now you have to wait all this, you know, all this time and you got to keep it up. You got to keep up your ability, but you also don't want to get burned out at the same time. So right. I think it kind of depends on how he bounces back. And if he doesn't pull out a major next year, I'm kind of with Jacob that he won't do it, but I do think he's going to get one next year. I do
1: hope so
0: I, I i hope for him for his I just
1: i i look it, it i'm this is coming from the guy out of the three of us firmly a minute you guys are much more knowledgeable about golf than i am i just rory is so talented he's 33 like i it would not surprise me in the next couple of years if we're looking at a guy that finally pushes through and gets one
0: this was the, like this was the one that felt like it was his because it was St. Andrews, the home of golf, like over on his side of the pond, you know, he's they're in Europe and it was like, and yes, he had it in his crowd, right? And Tiger Tiger sucked. So the crowd was all behind him. It was like, everyone was like, this would be the coolest storyline ever. He was the betting favorite and, and he didn't play bad at all. All four days. And Cameron Smith shoots eight under on Sunday and comes out of nowhere and takes it. And Cameron Young also played insanely well. And passes him at the end, too. It was crazy. Uh, 17 top 10s, Mike, since 2015 in majors.
1: And he's got zero majors to show for it. No wins. Rory
2: has 17 and no wins. 17 top 10. Tough scene.
0: Numbers um, game, man. I feel like he's going to get a one. a real tough if you want a numbers game. If you want free bet, a free bet next year, Rory at the U.S. Open, top 10. He's been top 10 since 2016. Yeah. 16, 17, yeah. 18. 19, 20, 21, 22. I think he's uh, won it twice as well. Masters as well. Masters as well is pretty safe. bet. he's been top 10, seven out of the last nine years. That's where he That's the one he needs. He really needs that one. Oh, I lied. I'm, looking, I'm looking at the wrong. A green jacket. That's dumb. Yeah, if he got himself a green jacket. I'm looking at the wrong stats. The open. He was. They, that's dumb. Wikipedia is dumb. They switched, the, they switched the lines on me. One of them, they have US Open, and then the Open, and they're backwards. They're all backwards. It's okay. Reading is hard. You only teach our youth. That's right. That's it. But I don't, <laughs> I don't teach language or literature. Pretty nah.
1: sure growing up we were told <laughs> don't man. rely upon Wikipedia as a solid source. And, uh-huh. you know, wh- where why. do we go first?
0: That's why. With, with, once,
2: once they get with those big words, you know, like three syllables,
0: sometimes you just got to clap it out, you know? I hate you. U.S. Open. <laughs> e. Open. US Open. That's four syllables, Mike.
1: P-G-A.
0: Yeah, it, but I'm not a teacher though, so I'm okay. All right. That's fine. All right. Enough golf, enough baseball. Sports still continue to suck right now. Let's let's, let's do it. give the people what they want. Let's get into a little football talk. Hallelujah. Because
2: I need to th- th- like insert ACDC music here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ah, let's ah, 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 ah. Thunder. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, We're gonna. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna break down. We'll we'll do some divisional breakdowns. Hopefully, each episode that we get going through July, August, we'll we'll get into each team, talk about some off season moves, coaching changes, things like that. Um, Maybe get into a little over unders on their win totals, and then at the end. We'll see how the other guys do with the other podcast. but give a give a fantasy uh, fantasy football. We're all addicted to fantasy football. We all play fantasy football in the same league. All the guys in Do you know Sports? Um, and we are probably way too into fantasy football for the amount of money that we play for. It's not that much, and we are addicts to fantasy football. That's fair. Yes, we are. My wife are. would a hundred percent agree with that. Uh. So we'll give a fantasy football. It's got to be a sleeper of some type, though, It's or, or a value. You you can't pick Jonathan Taylor as your fantasy football stud from the AFC South because he's going to be the first overall pick this year. So we're going to dive a little deeper than that, figure out somebody that might be a value. Um, so we're going to start with the AFC West because it is, in my opinion, the most fun division in football. It is loaded. The most, the, one, the jerseys are great. <laughs> yes. Two, they're gonna be. There's got to be a bazillion primetime matchups from the AFC West this year. Sunday night football, Monday night football. They're gonna all, even if it's not direct AFC West matchups, they are going to be featured. Those teams on in primetime, and they're gonna be on TV, CBS, Fox, all the time. And the best part about it too is that all four of these teams
2: have explosive offenses. Every single game should yeah. theoretically be close. If they're not close, it's gonna be high scoring. Like the over under right. is at least gonna be fifty points. Right. Um, so I'm I'm pumped for it. It's gonna be it's gonna be an electric division. So, uh, especially with Russell Wilson in entering the chat. Uh oh yeah. So we've been saying Okay. We're gonna
0: start we're gonna start with the Chiefs. <clears throat> okay. So, okay. Notable things for the Chiefs. Um, Tyree Kill gone, obviously. Marquez Valdez Scantling and Juju Smith Schuster have been signed. So that's their big offensive changes in turnover. Um defensively, I think they're they lost Tyron Matthew. Lost Tyron Matthew. Otherwise and Melvin Ingram. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. They did lose Melvin Ingram. Um so last season their over under for wins was 12. It has dropped to 10 and a half this year. Vegas has their over under for wins at 10 and a half. What is your guys' outlook for the Chiefs this year? I mean, coming off AFC Championship choke kind of a choke job against the Bengals. They're up 21 to 3 or something like that.
1: Yeah, they should have won that one. Mahomes played his one of the worst halves I've ever great, seen. Played they great play, first right? half, second half they played terrible. Like
0: so now what happens?
1: Ten and a half. You're in a 17 game season. The Chiefs roster, what it is, for them to hit the over, they go 11 and six. Yes, they're in that tough division, but I don't see how they're going under 11 and six. This is still a roster that has Patrick Mahomes that is still pretty deep. That I feel like when push comes to shove, can score with anybody. I'm going the over on 10 and a half.
0: And you forget Andy Reid's your coach, though. And Andy Reid's an offensive top mastermind. Five, top five coach. He's in the an league, offensive for sure. mastermind.
1: I, I, the Tyreek Hill, uh, trade and whatnot. Obviously, having a guy that fast and that skill hurts your offense a little bit.
0: But Mahomes, it hurts, is, it hurts to lose him. Yes. Well, it doesn't hurt to have him. You said it hurts. Did I say offense. have him? No, it says, you just said it hurts their offense. Well, right. He's gone now, yeah. so like, therefore it hurts their offense. Okay. <laughs> right. Um,
2: it's okay. Words are hard.
0: Yeah. M- minor details. Michael, also uh, a math teacher, not
1: literature right. or language. Numbers are my language. Yeah. Uh, I feel like more people, and maybe this is just me, the media is making a big deal out of the Chiefs not having Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it drops them a little bit. Mahomes is still good, Kelsey's still elite, and it's not like they're left
0: with nothing at the receiver position. Yeah, let's let Mike jump in there. Uh Mike, how big of an impact is MVS going to have as a former Packer?
2: You know what? He'll get uh he'll get 3 or 4 really long touchdowns and then he'll be, you know, completely gone for every other game. Um so you're not a
0: you're not a believer of so him. So
1: what what he's done his entire career. I think that's a fair statement. I mean,
0: there's no Devontae Adams just looking in Kansas City. The- no, there's no Devontae Adams in Kansas City. Like, that's Rogers' guy last year in Green Bay. So, MBS was clear second fiddle. There's no clear guy in Kansas City anymore other than Travis Kelsey. You got Juju Smith. Right. Um, and people forget that he,
2: with, when Antonio Brown was on the team, Juju Smith was pretty good. And then he was dealing, when Antonio Brown left, he was dealing with a broken down Ben Roethlisberger. So, there's still probably a little bit of juju left in juju's tank um i and honestly like he was kind of one of those sleeper picks that i i kind of really like juju because look at the rest of their wide receivers that they got. They got Marquez Valdez Scanling Nico Sky Skymore. These guys are speedy fast. they're not really number one guys they're the deep ball guys. So who's gonna be like the the regular mid route you know number one reliable target? you're looking at Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith. You're gonna double team Travis Kelsey so that leaves Juju Smith you know pretty open uh most of the time uh so I, I kind of like Juju as I don't know if he's considered a sleeper, but I kind of like him this year in fantasy.
1: Oh, Mike, preach it. Yeah. Like, I, I, everything I was going to say about Juju, you just took the words right out of my mouth there. Like, the dude. Rock on. And in this, when he was with Pittsburgh, yes, he had a broken down Ben Roethlisberger, and he was still fighting Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and all the other Steelers players for targets. Like, he really doesn't have that. There's not a guy on the Chiefs that does what they're going to ask him to do. He's going to have a bigger year than people think.
2: Yeah, yeah. and and here's, here's another thing, too. Um, I'm, I just read up. So we talked about their defense, like losing some guys. They also lost their best cornerback, Javarius Ward. Uh, their defense is going to be horrible. They have Chris Jones and you know a couple of, like young guys, but their defense is not going to be good. They got to <laughs> put up numbers. They got to be like you know the Packers from like twenty fourteen or whatever.
0: Yeah, they're going to score a ton. Yeah, it'll be interesting. My gut tells me, my gut still tells me over ten and a half, just because you have Patrick Mahomes. Gosh, and- you know I I hate to
2: agree with you guys. I hate to do it, but I am. You know over I, around ten and a half.
1: I can't Mahomes take- alone, I feel like is worth twelve wins.
2: Yeah. I, I agree. I like obviously the wide receiver core took a hit, but if this Sky Moore guy, he could be the next Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah. He
1: he was my fantasy sleeper man on the Chiefs. And I know we're we're, we're getting into that, right? Like that that was one thing we're gonna talk about. Your guy was Juju. He was one of my guys. Sky Moore's another one. Sky Moore is legit four three speed. Was Unreal at Western last year. He played at Western Michigan, so most people don't know about him. Go Broncos. But of all the if there was any one guy you're gonna pinpoint as guy most like Tyreek Hill in this past draft, it was Sky Moore. Like I would not have been surprised if the Chiefs took him in round one. They they still got him in round two. So Sky Moore for me, he's if there's I like any it. guy who could Tyreek Hill it on that roster, it's Sky Moore. I like it.
2: I um I I think we should talk about Travis Kelsey for a second here because okay. I think that the the Chiefs' season heavily depends on Travis Kelsey yeah, again when, this year. When does when he, he slightly will, decline? Yeah, right. or injuries. He has been so good with injuries and consistency there. all year. Uh-huh. Now he, here is a fun fact that that I uh, was going to bring up. We know Rob Gronkowski. He's retired. He retired twice. Rob Gronkowski is thirty three years old. Travis Kelsey. Five months younger than Rob
0: Gronkowski. Yeah, I figured they were about the same age. Dang, yeah. that's dang. Crazy. I
1: knew they were close. I didn't think they were that close.
0: Yeah, and that's, it's yeah, pretty crazy.
2: crazy. I I mean, we know that Rob Gronkowski was a tank and he took all those hits, but Travis Kelsey, he's still a blocker. You know, he's still he's still oh, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's an every down, down the line. he's an
0: every down tight end. He's not just yeah, like,
2: the dude's a beast, nasty. and it's it's just a matter of time for, for his body oh. up. With yeah. all
0: those tolls. Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting. The Chiefs will be very interesting. I will bet the over in a lot of their games this year. Yeah, I think that's 100 yeah. that's guarantee. That's my takeaway from the Chiefs. All right. Now, biggest trade or biggest, biggest move in football this offseason. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Changes their entire team complexion. We've said it. For since they drafted Drew Lock, right? Like they're a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I, I've they been are now, it for years. They are now a Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. It will be very interesting to see how Russ does in a new offense with the—I mean—in a different helmet, in a—you know—all everything's going to be weird. It won't be quite as weird as seeing Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform for the first time, but it's close. When Tom Brady, yeah, to and walk, that's actually, it was like I'm well, glad you why brought, is he not uh, Why is he not wearing the red, white, and blue Patriots uniform? Uh, that is gonna be when Russell Wilson comes out in the orange and blue. It's gonna be like, wait, that happened? Really? Actually, that's a thing.
2: Yeah, it, I I could see I can see it. I can see him in that jersey though. I think it's gonna look good, and I'm glad you brought up the Tom Brady thing because I think he's gonna pull a Tom Brady. I think he's gonna go to the Broncos and win a Super Bowl in his first year.
0: Oh, dang.
2: That's your take? Bang,
0: bang.
1: Oh, That's my oh, take. Broncos, oh, Super Bowl? Broncos win the Super Bowl.
0: Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Mike oh. Loftus calling his shot.
1: Mike, you dog, I it. I do, it, man.
2: Their wide receiver core is so good. They have a good defense. They always had a good defense. They're... Russell Wilson just needs to cook and I really think that Pete Carroll was doing him dirty. I think that their their schemes were really bad and man Michael, I just Michael, love
0: his wide receiver core. Michael, read my note. What did I write? I believe that says uh Russ Cooking. Russ Cooking. That's what I wrote Russ down. Russ Cooking. I wrote Russ Cooking down. <laughs> Russ last, is gonna cook. Last year their last year their over under was seven. They trade for Russell Wilson. Their under over under goes up to ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Russ is worth three and a half wins. Obviously. It's it's very interesting because the Seahawks sucked last year, right? Russ banged up. Their team wasn't what it was, but they still had Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. And that's a fairly I think now that you got a good quarterback there, I think that's a fairly comparable wide receiver room to uh Cortland Sutton and um Jerry Judy. And they have Tim Patrick as well. And Tim Patrick, yeah. So and KJ yeah. Hamler. They have a really good wide receiver crew. And then Javante Williams is going to be a stud up-and-coming uh, running back. Second-year running back. Is Melvin Gordon there one more year? Melvin Gordon's there one more year, but... Two? He's not He's not got, what he was. Got, but um, he's going to he be was. getting... He'll get carries, and they'll use him because he's in the yeah, contract you got here. You
2: Javante Williams. Williams is a freaking
0: stud. Oh, he's going to yeah. be great. He's going to be great. And Melvin Gordon's a great change-of-pace guy to have... You know, there's very, there's very few, like, bell cow running backs anymore. Like, no, there's like that's two or three. not what. It's just not how the NFL is anymore. So, that's a really good running back tandem to have. And, yeah, no more Von Miller, but Von Miller's not what he used to be. You know? Bradley, you got Bradley Chubb on line. Their secondary is so good. I mean. And I, I don't know how the offensive line is, but I do
2: know is, it can't be worse than the Seahawks. That's true.
0: Yeah, Russ is always that offensive line was horrible. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is one of those like scares me situations. Ten and a
1: half scares me, man. For the Broncos, as good as as much as how they've gotten a lot better, ten and a half scares me, man. It would not surprise me with this this division how strong the AFC is. If they went ten and seven, they could make the playoffs.
0: Still win the Super Bowl. It would not surprise me if they went ten, 10 and 7. seven. That's one of those, and it's not a number even ten and a half that scares me. It's just the the team in general. Like everything looks like it should be so perfect and right? good. Right. However, it's kind of like the Rams of last year. You know, the Rams get Matt Stafford, and then they they have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, and then they pair them with this, and then they trade for Von Miller, and it's like, oh my gosh, the Rams have all the pieces to win the Super Bowl, and then they won the Super Bowl it feels it feels eerily similar to that to me yeah i don't know and i like the, I, the broncos are they i always root for them their colors are so sick it sounds like such a dumb sports <laughs> fan thing but like the orange and blue is so it's just a beautiful look mile high stadium is a, is a fantastic stadium it's just they're a, they're a cool team that i would like to see do well Russ is a really weird cringy guy you know social media and things like that it's like dude what are you what are you doing but he's also super cool and hey fun. man i will
2: not tolerate any russell wilson slander on this podcast he is a badger for life Unli-
0: um, unlimited. unlimited i mean From come a whole on. pack of badgers that's terrible <laughs> the unlimited no i 100% pack of agree badgers. He,
2: he is a corny dude, and I, I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know if he's genuinely queer or if it's just kind of like his thing, but, I mean, the dude's awesome. He was awesome for Wisconsin.
0: I, I've always been a fan of his.
1: Yeah, I, don't know, I like Russell Wilson more than, you know, I'd hate on Sierra a little more.
0: Yeah, that's fair, you know. Uh, we can't talk about Russell Wilson without bringing up that photo of his girlfriend at the draft. That picture <laughs> of her when her mouth is l- the largest mouth the world has ever seen and she's oh, like sh- thinking she's gonna be a millionaire and then she thought she secured the bag. Yeah, and did not did not happen. Well she cheated <laughs> on him, didn't she? I don't know. Something but like that. but that's one of the like funniest photos to look back on yes. from a draft night. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Next. Yeah, he's doing well gears. now. We gotta change gears next. We gotta go to the Raiders. Mike? Uh, Devontae Adams is there. How do you feel about that? I, You know,
2: obviously I'm sad, um, but it. he's going to have another good year because you still got Darren Waller on that team, and Darren Waller is arguably he could be the best tight end in football this year. You can't double one and leave the other one single covered. You know, it, it, you got a game plan for both. They are both will wreck your secondary. He's going to have another big year. He's not going to be a number one wide receiver, but he's going to have another big year because Derek Carr, yes, he's not great, but he is good. Um, so, you know, it sucks to see him in the, in the Raiders jersey, but, you know, it is what it is. It ended up well for the Packers because we kept uh, um, our middle linebacker and our and our cornerback. I, I'm mind-blinking on the names, but Dyer. no, we were going to keep him no matter what. Devondre Campbell and our other ball hawking cornerback, like
0: Kevin King. Kevin maybe. King.
2: No 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 no, <laughs> okay, no, 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 uh, no,
0: no, 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 no. Sign him,
1: ten-year contract. Let's go. Ah, <laughs> uh, nope. Oh. I
2: refuse to be in any conversation with Kevin King going forward. He was actually kind of good last year, though. Low key, when he was when he was healthy. But, except, um,
0: except he gave up a touchdown to, what's his name, for the Buccaneers and then didn't let him go to the Super Bowl two years ago. That was that was right. two years Scotty ago. Miller, yeah. right? Scotty he, Miller, right?
2: He was playing hurt, and he gave up, like, three touchdowns.
0: <laughs> yeah, good times, good times.
2: <laughs> they, they game plan around him, you know, and I would, too. But, yeah, Eric, just
0: – Eric Stokes?
2: No, the other one. Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas, my yeah, man.
0: Eric Stokes
1: ball. was who they just drafted out of, uh, yeah, out of Georgia a year Bad take a by ago. That's a, that's a lineman.
2: Yeah bad take. Uh, yeah, and Stokes is going to be really good, too. So, I, I like the Packers' defense. But that's not where we're at. We're at the Raiders, okay? Raiders. We're talking Raiders. about... What do you guys think? How is Devontae Adams going to be? Is he going to be a top three wide
1: receiver in fantasy? No. Not because of Devontae Adams' fault. He's downgrading. Older. Like, yes, Carr is his guy, right? He loves Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not anywhere near the same realm of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is going to have to share targets with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller with a worse quarterback throwing to him. I don't think Devontae Adams is a top three wide receiver. I don't think he's a top five wide receiver. It would not surprise me. This is a bold take top seven, top eight, maybe not even top 10 wide receiver, not on talent, but because but because he's got to deal with those two, three other guys sure. for targets, and he's dropping in the pecking order of quarterback talent. I don't trust that Carr can get him the targets he's looking for or can do can get to be that top three fan. I,
2: I don't think it's be gonna be a target thing. I think it's gonna be like a value of target. So like I think that like the amount of targets he's gonna get is gonna be. Not maybe not quite as much as with the Packers, but it's still gonna be like a a high amount. Like he'll like be the, most, in, he'll in be the, the most
0: targeted on that it's, team.
2: It's the quality of targets. You know sure. what I mean? With with it with the accuracy and, and the coverage. Um so, you know, is he able to catch these balls?
0: Right. So we gotta get let's get let's get Raiders like their season expectations. Their their over under is at ten as at eight and a half. Last year was at ten. So they we're at 10 last year. They get Devontae Adams, and it goes down a game and a half. Interesting. Because the division got because the, the division got better. Correct. Ridiculously good. They played the Chiefs extremely well last year, if I recall they did. correctly. They did. Okay, and I'm ready for my spicy take, and I'm ready for to to uh, oh, make no. Michael a gasket.
2: Okay? Oh, God. Don't do it. Don't do it.
0: Derek Carr's going to be a Hall of Famer.
1: Goodbye.
0: I'm out of here. <laughs> the boys are walking off the pod. I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe okay, maybe not a hall of famer, but if I say something like this, I gotta just stick with it. Okay. Get off the pod. Get off Devontae Devante said he went Devante said he went from one hall of famer to another, correct? That was his that was his quote. Yes, that's I saw point. that. It that's had to have been taken out of context. That's his right? point, right? Well, that—that's his guy from Fresno State. They played college together, and he wants to build yeah, them but up. But Devontae whatever. also wait, isn't. An wait, idiot. Let me go. I would literally look
1: at either of you and say, I went from one Hall of Famer to another. If I had Aaron Rodgers throwing sure. at me and like Jacob Schwark or Mike Loftus throwing the ball to me. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna call you guys Hall of Famers. You're my boys. Love you guys. You ain't Hall of Famers.
2: Lo- low key, I was pretty good in sixth grade during commons during recess. I was right. I was a pretty good QB. I Hall Hall bet. Famer.
0: I Old bet, gamer. but I'm gonna go my I'm gonna go with my point, and then you guys can tell me how dumb I am. After right. that, I'll fully accept all of it. Okay. All right. Okay. Derek Carr is a like you said, Mike, a good, not great quarterback. That is, I agree with that hundred percent. He's good, not great, with Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and the the numbers and statistical output that he can put up in the next five years of his career with the weapons he has around him. It's like Matt Stafford with the Detroit Lions. Is Derek Carr better than Matt Stafford? No, but are they close? I think they're kind of close. Yeah, I think they're close. Is Matt Stafford going to make the Hall of Fame? Now they won a Super Bowl? Yeah, absolutely. Matt Stafford will be a Hall of Famer someday because his his trajectory is going to be he's going to put up insane stats and he has a Super Bowl. I think Derek Carr has the opportunity in the next four to five years if he's good, not great, to put up really, really crazy good numbers, and if they make the playoffs a couple times, even I'm not saying they'll win a Super Bowl. I think his numbers will look skewed that he could make the Hall of Fame. That's what I think is going to happen.
2: You know, Jacob, I'm just thinking. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this part. Go and ahead. Then, and then when you die, you know, we'll be at your funeral and stuff. I'm gonna play this clip, and everyone's tears will dry up, and then we'll start is- clapping it'll turn into a celebration.
0: Okay, is Philip is Philip Rivers a hall of famer? <laughs> Dude, wait. I don't and know.
2: It, it's such a it's such a weird spot to be in sports right now. You got Eli Manning, you got Philip Rivers, that's you got my all comparison.
0: these is weird Phillip guys. Rivers, are, is Philip Rivers a hall of famer? It's debatable. It's
1: debatable. That's I don't I think, think he should be, debatable. but he is.
0: That's where I think Derek Carr's career ends up. Somewhere like Philip Rivers. Does he win a Super Bowl? I have no idea. Could Derek Carr win a Super Bowl? I think if you put the right team around him, yes, you could win a you could win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. They're not going to do it this year. Probably not going to do it next year. But I think he could be on a he could lead a team to a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo made the freaking Super Bowl. Okay, is he? I think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but they had an amazing defense.
1: Sure, sure. Jared so that's the Raiders go off. Made a led Super Bowl. a
0: team right. to a Super Bowl. Right. So that's what I'm saying.
2: They if had tied earlier they had,
0: like,
1: 25 touchdowns.
0: If Derek right. Carr wins a Super Bowl, I think he'll almost be a shoe in for a Hall of Fame because of the amount of yards and touchdowns he's going to throw throughout his career. It's going to be ridiculous how many. It's going to be like Stafford. He's going to have so many yards, so many touchdowns, and people are going to remember him for, like, oh, he was average his whole career. And then you look at his, like, total stats and be like, oh, my gosh, he's top 10 in touchdowns and yards and all this stuff. Okay. Because quit- the NFL has changed. Okay, hold on. Okay, we I'm need to done. we need to put a pause on this. I'm done. I'm done. You guys can go
2: Hall of, and tell me okay. how
1: dumb I am. Yeah, Mike. You're dumb. This Hall
2: of Fame me. discussion, though, you can't just go by by cumulative stats in your career. You gotta put it into perspective of the era that you played sure. in. Like you, you have you have yeah. guys like Eli Manning and, and Phillip Rivers who are yeah, they put up better like yardage and touchdowns than like Joe Montana. Are they a better uh quarterback than Joe Montana? Hell no. No and and, and so that's what I mean is like the era that we play in is way more offensively potent than it was 10 years ago, than it was 20 years ago. And so now you're going to keep on continuing with average dudes. The average, like, stat is going to keep on going up and up and up. So but I
0: think guys like that gonna... are going to make – I think guys like that, some of them are going to make the Hall of Fame.
2: Well, they got to they gotta change that. They got to put a stricter sure. – they got to gotta be way more strict. You can't just have like top 10 stats and be Hall of Famer. That's ridiculous. No, because ah. it, it's all about comparative to who you're playing with and in that era.
0: Hey, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I think Derek Carr can make the Hall of Fame someday.
2: You know what? And it's sad I, because I, I agree with you because it could happen and it shouldn't happen. All it right, should not happen.
1: Michael, go ahead.
2: It's ridiculous. Michael,
1: side with me. Could oh I'm Mike I'm with you 100%. Okay. Uh, good. Could Derek Carr make the Hall of Fame? Yes, if the balls bounce the right way, if the chips fall the right way, Derek Carr can make the Hall of Fame. You just gave Matt Stafford as an example. Okay. Would Matt Stafford be a Hall of Famer if the rest of his career was played in Detroit? I think so. I don't And I don't think at all. No, I don't think at all. I think, yes, the stats were there. He was missing the championship. And I don't look at the Raiders and see a team. Yes, they're doing what they can to build. They are not an organization with how they are run that I trust will get a Super Bowl. And not even, I, I don't even think in Derek Carr's career, they even play for an AFC championship the rest of the way. Yeah. Okay. And if that's the case, like you also brought up Phil Rivers, he's played for AFC championships. He didn't win them, right. but he's played for them. I don't even think Derek Carr gets to that point. There is a limit on what he can do. Unlimited. He's, he's good. He's good. He's not at that elite level sure. of a Mahomes, of a Wilson, of a – and at some point, it goes to what Mike's saying. You have to put quarterbacks in respect to their era. What you see when you watch them play, the stats are one thing. Derek Carr is not a Hall of Famer. If The, the discussion changes two years from now. If he leads the Raiders or another team, because it may not be the Raiders. Sure. If he leads another team to a Super Bowl title. Different conversation. Conversation changes. Sure. A year ago. Matt Stafford, Hall of Famer, I laugh in your face. Anyone laughs in your face. Mike, a year later, probably
0: turns out to be a Hall of Famer. See, my yeah, that's that's where I disagree because I think Stafford was youngest to whatever thirty thousand passing yards and youngest to whatever amount of touchdowns. I think no matter what if Stafford is at if Stafford plays his whole career with the Lions, and this is ifs and buts, you know, you never know. But if Stafford plays his whole career with the Lions, he has a better he has, puts up more stats, better stats than Phillip Rivers, and Phillip Rivers is already a, a fringe guy. Made, he, he made it in the playoffs, at least won a couple games. But Stafford blows River. Stafford is going to blow Rivers' stats out of the water, and Era comes into it. Yes, it does. But Stafford would retire. Stafford's going to retire, take the Super Bowl away even. He's going to retire top five in passing yards and top – maybe top 10 in touchdowns. He has thrown for a bajillion yards and cuz he's an iron man and he plays every game. Carr is kind of like that. He doesn't get hurt much either. But that's that's the thing to me that I think people skew and that's why I'm saying it is because I think the stats matter when they maybe they shouldn't, but I think they do and I think that's going to play a factor in it.
1: If he played the, his entire career with the Lions Yes, he's gonna have all those top ten stats. We're yeah. going back to Stafford now in, in right in, in comparison to sure. car Stafford plays his whole career with the Lions. He has all of those. You're really gonna put a guy in the Hall of Fame that would have zero playoff wins? You're gonna put a guy in the Hall of Fame that has zero playoff wins. I don't know. It's like I the think, argument against it would be he's won. got no playoff wins. The Lions were so bad he had to throw it fifty times a game. Okay, oh, by the way, nine years of his career or eight years of his career he played with Calvin Johnson. So like how many. How many playoff wins did Barry Sanders have? Different positions, we can't <laughs> argue this. And as a lion, he had one more one, than Matt Stafford. One. I know. Barry, I know. Barry Sanders Stafford. Barry Sanders was the best
2: running back of all time sure, in his I career agree. I test
0: tells Matt you Stafford that,
2: right? was never the best quarterback in the NFL at any point ever.
0: All right, I'm just playing I'm just playing Devils advocate here. I'm with you. you know? I'm with, Mike. I, I, I'm with the, Mike. The way
2: I see Derek Carr and 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 Matt Stafford, they're like B-level quarterbacks. You know, they're good enough to to maybe if they have a good enough team around them, they're good enough to get to the Super Bowl and maybe win it. Obviously, Stafford just did it. Carr could be. he's still. We still I, don't really know what we have with Carr. He's he's so inconsistent. Some games he'll go nuts and be the best uh, quarterback in the in that week. And then some days he'll just pull up like hundred yards and make the dumbest decisions. For sure. He's really weird to kind of to to kind of figure out, but he is good. All right. But he's not Hall of Fame worthy, man.
0: We gotta get to another we gotta get to another team. We'll see how it plays out. We got the Chargers still. My last take will or my last thing I'll say is I have no choice but to draft Derek Carr in all of my uh fantasy leagues this year. And I will be at Derek Carr stands uh, forever now, and uh, and we'll see what happens. We'll Go see what happens. under
1: on the eight and a half. Derek Carr is nowhere near a Hall of Famer. You'll thank
0: me for the money later.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, you, you could do the the
2: the Devonte Adams Derek Carr stack that everyone's talking about.
0: Give it to me. I'm in. I'm in. I I mean, De- I think Derek Carr up, or I think Devonte Adams upgraded. Oh, <laughs> come on, <laughs> Jesus. <gasps> Cheese and rice, Jacob. Get out of here. What all you... right, I'm kidding. That was a little Gee, too far.
2: Yeah, we're not even – I wasn't even going to argue it. I'm just going to yell at you.
0: That's fair. That's fair. All right, last team, L.A. Chargers. Woo! L.A. Chargers, last season their over-under was nine. It is now up to ten and a half. So that means every single team in the division – Ten and a half, wow. Um, If if all the teams' divisions over-under is above 500, Raiders Crazy. eight and a half. That's, that's smack dab in the middle. And the yep. other three are ten and a half, right? Nine, eight, eight, nine. Yeah. Broncos, ten and a half. Chiefs, ten and a half. And Chargers, ten and a half. Oh. Oh my gosh. Part of me wants to just take the under for all three of those teams. Cause I don't know if if two of them are gonna win eleven or twelve games. The, that the whole division might go ten and seven. They
2: yeah, it surprised me. And the cool thing about the Chargers, too, they have a really well-rounded team now. They're start. They're focusing on their offensive line. They yep. made huge signings in the offseason. Um, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but they got Khalil Mack, and they just signed J.C. Jackson yeah, from the did. Patriots. I forgot they got so, so they're going to have a healthy Derwin James. They're going to have a J.C. Jackson. I believe they have another really good oh. cornerback that I'm, I'm not thinking of. And then a Joey Bosa.
0: Uh, what healthy coming back to, Oh my gosh. Um, I just, I I have to get out in front of this and say this, and then you guys talk about whatever you want. Um, till the end of time, or at least until I get over the, to a draft pick, I can't acknowledge that Justin Herbert's like really, 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 really good. I just have to like tell myself as a dolphins fan that, that maybe he'll start sucking (laughs) and hope that he starts sucking because that because that draft the dolphins drafted Tua and then Herbert went right after and nobody out there said that the dolphins should draft Justin Herbert and now everyone's like oh Justin Herbert's better than Tua we should pick him blah 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 I hate it I hate that That's... and I will I will never ever stand on that take of like the dolphins should have taken Justin Herbert over Tua because that was not at all the draft prospect uh takes that were going on zero mock drafts things like that it was like people thought the chargers pick was bad they were like risking it with justin herbert and now he's like maybe better than joe burrow who went first overall
2: yeah man justin herbert is is a stud he can do it all he's he's almost kind of like a really young aaron Rodgers. you know he can get out of the pocket he's got a strong arm he's pretty accurate and he's an idiot you think he's an idiot no, I don't. Oh, because Eric Rodgers is an idiot? No, no, I want to think
0: Justin Herbert's an idiot so that I can, yeah. I can tell myself that.
2: Man, and he's got some weapons to throw to, too. Uh, they just um, re-signed Mike Williams as well, and he had his breakout
0: year finally last year. Yeah, he finally didn't break his back. Final, <laughs> His back is broken. <laughs> yeah, so I, the Chargers... The only thing that, that I actually hate about my Derek Carr take right now is that their, their division's so good, he could go 0-6 against his division. <laughs> That's the only thing I hate about it.
1: Yeah,
2: a, I mean, really I it, it, the Raiders probably have the least well-rounded team, and the Chargers probably have the most well-rounded team in the division, I think.
1: Bam give me the Broncos. over on 10 and a half for that reason mike well, I, I think over? i think
2: the raiders are going to finish under under 8 and i think the chargers are going to finish
0: over 10 10 they're
2: going to get 10 i think
0: they're going to so push ten they're going to go yeah
2: they're going to push it no they're going to push it
0: 10 and a half they'll
2: they'll tie again they'll tie again yeah, with the tie. steelers yeah,
0: right. ten, or ten, right 10 6 and 1 10 6 and 1 no give me the over on the
1: chargers man I, I think 11 wins, they're at that point. Herbert is still cheap, so they know they got a couple-year window here to make a push yes. for the Super Bowl.
2: This year and next um, year are the years the to thing. win it.
0: Because he's next for extension. Him oh, and mm-hmm. Burrow are going to get bajillions of dollars probably next year. Right? The Chargers have probably – Yeah, but it wouldn't kick into the following
2: year, likely, I'm, I'm guessing. Correct, correct, yeah. So, like, this year and next year, this is the time to win.
0: After that, you could definitely see a, a, a big decline. Right, that's that's the thing with the Bengals. We'll get to them in a different, yeah. You know they made it last year. That seemed like their chance, but it's gonna be real tough because they're gonna have to sign Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Yeah, Chargers got a legit chance this year. Yeah, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and the Chargers know
1: it, and that's why they're going for it. They are. I'm with Mike 100% on this. They are the most well-rounded roster in this division. They are one of the most well-rounded rosters. In the entire National Football League, I'm going over on the Chargers at 10 and a half. It would not surprise me if they win the Super Bowl. I'm Does not, the Lombardi stay in LA? Ooh. Michael,
2: yes or no? Wait, Does what? the Lombardi the trophy, trophy,
0: trophy stay, stay in LA? In LA? Oh, you gotta I, give me a yes or no. I can't
1: go there, man. We'll go, we'll I can't go, Super go Bowl, there.
0: We'll save our Super Bowl picks for. For right before the NFL season, I can't. I already sent mine. So well, you already said your you, but well, we got to go full picks. Don't worry, I'll, I'll
2: probably have a different pick next week. You're right. You you'll change. change.
1: I, was, <laughs> I was about to say number one, I can't go there. I'm not. I'm not. I could eventually go. Like if it's a Rams Chargers Super Bowl, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: But yeah. like All right.
2: Well, give me your guys's I'll, pick for who comes out on top of the division and who goes the
0: farthest in the playoffs. Okay. Um. Oh. I'll take. I was oh. thinking about this. I was about to ask the same question. I'll, I will take the Chiefs. Mm. I'll take Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to bet my money on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You
2: think they're going to AFC Championship? Mm. Super Bowl? No. No?
0: No. Maybe AFC Championship.
1: They'll probably but get I don't to think the they're AFC making the Super Bowl. I don't think they'll make the Super Bowl. No, I, I yeah. think I got my Super Bowl.
0: I like the Bills.
1: God, I got Bills Bucks. I like right the
2: Bills. Now. I like cuz Patrick Mahomes still has yet to
0: not make the AFC championship, right? I believe so. Yes. Like four, I, like four four. I like the Bills. I like the Bills. I like the the Bengals I think will still be good. I like the Ravens. I the like AFC is loaded. The rest of the, the AFC, AFC West is loaded. Could all make it. But I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to I'm going to pick what I think is the best quarterback in the division out of four very good quarterbacks and that's what I'm going with. I'm taking the Chiefs. I've said it. I think the
1: Chargers roster top to bottom is the best in the division, but I'm also going the Chiefs. I just can't go against Patrick Mahomes as far as winning this division goes. It's going to be tight. I think the Chargers put a more of a run than people realize. Um, I'm a little leery of the Broncos, but they're definitely capable of making a run. And the Raiders, I would stay away from just because the division's too stacked. And I think they're the worst of the four teams. Um, but I'm going to take the Chiefs to win it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take, I'm still going to stick with it. Take the Broncos. No, you know what? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, here's the take. Uh, Chargers to win the division. Broncos to still go farther in the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl.
0: Do you, think, do me. you think the Chiefs get the other wild card or no? Yeah, I, th- I do. Well, there's three I wild do. cards.
1: So they could get, they could get. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I think, think two it's, wild cards. I think it's a guarantee. The AFC West is getting three teams. They're getting their division winner and two of the wild cards. Gosh, it's I so, think it is I think the Broncos, yeah. Chargers, and Chiefs. Those three are. they're three of the six best I know, teams I agree. in the entire. I'm not conference. disagreeing You're, with that. Right. The schedule is going to right. Matter. They're going to have to beat each other up, and they play. And they, in your defense, Jacob, the NFC, the AFC West plays the NFC West this year. Right. Which means they get the Niners. The Rams, Cardinal Cardinals, and,
0: and the, the Rams. Rams. Yeah, right. That's gonna be and,
2: awesome. By the way.
0: Yeah, and then, and because the AFC is loaded, like you said, like the Bills should win that division. But then you got the Dolphins and the Patriots Dolphins are good,
1: and the Patriots are good.
0: And then, and then the North, you have Dolphins.
1: Ha! Come on.
0: I'm not saying that they're going... are they
1: making the play- You think they're gonna make the playoffs? No, no. Mike, I, I, I would think they would if they had Justin Herbert as their quarterback, but they didn't take
2: him. So. <laughs> Me too, man.
1: <laughs> they took Tua.
2: They took Tua so. yeah, dude, why did not they, t- they just take Justin two? Herbert? Everyone knew Justin Herbert was the play.
0: I just want to die. <laughs> I just want to die right now.
2: Oh, man.
0: I I'm just it. putting teams out there that have playoff aspirations. Do I think the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs? No. <laughs> Sorry, man. Stuff. I had yeah. to. No, you guys, I need it. I need all of it before the season because I'm going to be <laughs> so all in on Tua. I'm going like, to tell you guys Tua is going to be so good. By by September 1st, I'm going to be yeah. like, guys, Tua is going to be the best left handed quarterback in the history of football. There yeah, aren't that where, many. Where
1: does that Michael put Vick? What, what
0: is it? Michael Vick. Okay.
1: Kudos to you. Yeah. You beat
0: Michael Vick. Yeah. Great. Okay. But so yeah, three AFC West: Dolphins, Bills, Patriots. All supposed to be good teams, at least.
2: I don't, I think and, only one team comes out of that division, though. I think the Patriots are going to take a step back. That could Mac- be true. Bills. And Bills
0: should win it. Bills, Bills should, are
2: going to win it. I think they're okay. going to be the only team.
0: Uh, North, pending Deshaun Watson. If the if Deshaun Watson, if that doesn't happen, the Browns will suck. I
2: Bengals think that I, I think that he's going to be at least eight games. So I hopefully a full at season. Least, yes.
0: Bengals and Ravens will both contend. And Steelers play. aren't going to be in. I don't I don't think the Steelers well with their quarterback situation. We'll see. Um that's another very intriguing situation. We'll get there when we yeah. can. But I'm very curious to see how Mitch Trubisky does with someone other than Matt Nagy. Um We got Kenny Pickett too, right? And then this yeah, and they yeah. have Kenny Pickett. And then the South, you got the Titans and the Colts who are both should be good contending. You know, there's so many teams in the the AFC. We only left off like five teams that are supposed to kind of suck. (laughs) Like that's really
2: it. I could see the Colts not making the playoffs as well. They
0: upgraded a quarterback though. With Matt Ryan? Better than Carson Wentz? He's getting old, man. I know. We'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's just going to be very interesting. The West is going to eat each other alive. It's been five years since his MVP season. Three other teams are 10 and a half. It's crazy. For their over under and the Raiders are at eight and a half. It's like none of them are projected to, to win less than eight games.
2: Yeah. Crazy. I'm I'm, st- I'm still sticking with it. I'm still sticking with my my Denver Chargers Chiefs playoffs out of that division, which really isn't a hot take, but All right. yeah, I think three of them come out.
0: All right. We always say keep the episode short. It's already going long. Mike, your one favorite fantasy player from this division is um honestly. So when my wait, favorite player or favorite sleeper? Fantasy, fantasy player, fantasy sleeper, sleeper.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Um, I like. I really, really, really want a piece of uh the Denver Broncos wide receiver corpse. Uh, give okay. me Tim Patrick, G- Cortland Sutton could prove to be the number one um wide receiver, and sure. he could be a top five guy this year with Russell Wilson. I love it. Jerry Judy all day. Is uh, give okay. me one of those guys, and I'm
0: happy. Okay, Michael, who you got?
1: Uh, I'll quick give you two. Uh, no, you two. get one. Okay. I, I think
0: one of yours is mine.
1: All right. Guy <laughs> Moore from the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the most Tyreek Hill player in last year's draft, and the Chiefs took him to be Tyreek Hill. And someone's gotta do
0: that role. Sure. That's he why they be. got
2: MVS, baby.
0: And mine is Juju. Juju. Yep. Because I think it may not be the the touchdown quantity and speed that Tyreek Hill was, but someone's going to have to absorb targets and catches. And Juju's the most proven and well-known guy on that roster. I mean, people forget like two or three years ago, he was being drafted in like the second, third round of fantasy drafts because he was, he had a good, was his rookie year or second year. He was really good. And people were drafting his upside and then he got hurt and it didn't go well. And ever since then, he's been a kind of a dud in Pittsburgh. So I think this is his resurgence here. I think he was. I saw he was being drafted as wide receiver thirty-five. I will be shocked if he's not better than wide receiver thirty-five.
2: Yeah, I I like both of your guys' picks a lot. And then I think oh. we can probably. I think, I think I'm going to speak for all of us on this. Another one to look at um, is just Hunter Renfro for like your bench slash like oh, sure. injury um, backup kind of guy. He's just going to get you like nine points every single week. Sure. He's (laughs) going to demand so many receptions and he's going to have so much space. And so he's just going to be open all the time with Waller and, um, and Adam's getting all the coverage coverage. So, all
0: right. Um, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Pump more football talk this, this, uh, this next month or so it's, it's on the horizon. I can't wait. um, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are, like I said, it's sports have sucked. And the the light at the end of the tunnel is coming. So share with your friends. Share with your family. Tell them that Don't You Know Sports is about to take off. Football season is upon us. I we'll want basketball and hockey coming back. College basketball going to be great. We can't wait for all of it. Um, thank you for listening. We will see you. Uh, Later this week or next week. Peace out.